Welcome to the Write Something Worthy podcast, where we teach emerging authors how to ditch the fear, confusion, and overwhelm of writing a bestseller-worthy non-fiction book. And now, your host, Tanya Brockett. Greetings, Tanya here, and this week I want to talk to you about some of the ideas my authors have used lately to market and promote their books. One of my clients owns a company called Hypnotic Marketing. He says that marketing is sharing your love and passion with the people who want to hear it. So if you confuse marketing with selling or feel like it's shoving something in others' faces, don't. I can't benefit from your words if I don't know about them. You can't help me if I don't know what you have to offer me. And, you know, if you don't tell me that you've got something available that would benefit me, then I'm not going to know about it. So don't keep it a secret. You have to share your message, your words, your passion with me so that I can be positively impacted. So don't hold back. Don't think of marketing as something smarmy or something that you can't do or something that you don't want to do. You wrote your book for a reason. Allow me to find out about it so that I can benefit from it. Our latest client uh, bestseller launched two weeks ago with the help of one of my resource partners at the Authorpreneur Network, Kathy Kidd. Many of the authors who come through Halogen Inc. over the years have had success at getting their books in the marketplace, but others still need more help. And because Halogen Inc. is not a provider of marketing services, we encourage our clients to seek out as many avenues as possible to spread the word about their books. And that's why we have partnerships and alliances with, you know, book marketing queens and publicity queens and bestseller makers and book launchers like Kathy Kidd. I'll put a link to her in the show notes so that you can access it. But I was speaking to one of my clients today about the variety of ideas that they could consider and adding to their book marketing strategy. And we talked about social media and wearing author name tags on video calls and in live events. It's also great for shy authors. So I'll try to talk about that more later. If I don't get to it in this show, we'll talk about it in another episode. But in addition to that, we also talked about using your own email list because that's obviously a great place. If you have a list of people who are already engaged with you, then obviously you want to share with them that you have a new book out that could add value to them. And having your own email list from whatever other marketing you do or created from whatever other marketing you do is an essential to really growing your marketing potential as an author. So the approaches you use for marketing depend on a variety of factors like, you know, your target reader and their demographics and psychographics, like, you know, where they like to buy and why they buy and things of that nature. It also depends on your genre, your publishing goals and intentions, 
and the resources you have available to invest in it. Some of the ideas that I'm going to share today and in future episodes of the Write Something Worthy podcast are, you know, nice to have things or fun ideas or, you know, or basic things that every author should have or consider when they're thinking about their book marketing strategy. Mind you, this is not an exhaustive list. This is not everything you could do. And it's not all the details for how you can implement it. They're just some of the things that my author clients have used lately that I thought I would share with others of you. And I'm not going to have time to cover a great deal of them. But know that we will be talking about book marketing and launching for nonfiction authors in many future episodes of the Write Something Worthy podcast. I will have experts come on. I will have marketing gurus. I will have people who can share so many great things about marketing your book. And those will come up in future episodes. Please remember, though, as you're thinking about your book marketing, you want it to be strategic, not just a shotgun approach that's going to be hit or miss. You want to plan what you'll use, how, and why, so that you can follow your metrics and measure your success against your efforts. Because if you don't pay attention to what worked in your marketing, then you're not going to know where to spend your dollars later. So it's important to pay attention to what worked for you, when and how, so that you'll know how to invest in it again in the future. So let's talk about social media networking on Instagram. Now, mind you, this is the last social media platform that I've even created for myself. But you know that social media marketing has got to be a part of your book marketing strategy. Somehow or another, you're going to have to engage with your potential readers in the social networking environment where they are. Not to buy a bunch of followers who are interested in you or who aren't interested in you, rather. You want to be where your engaged readers are likely to connect with you. So the platform for your target readers may not be where you tend to hang out. And for example, if you uh, find that your target demographic is on Instagram, then you might want to get on Instagram. And if you don't currently have an active account there, then you might want to plan on creating one there. So um, I know it's not always fun, but if you're not on a particular social media platform, it's hard to say, oh, well, I'll just hop on there, Instagram, and I'll start marketing my book. Yeah, no problem. Not always that easy. But there is a caveat, though. If you just absolutely hate a particular social media platform and you don't have someone in your company to delegate to, then you might do better staying away from it. You don't want negative energy in your post. You don't want um, snarkiness in your post because you hate being on Instagram, for example. You need a platform that you're going to use consistently and one that, um, that you can feel good about sharing your message on. So stick with one or two that 
you know, you're ready to grow um, from a marketing perspective for your book or delegate, delegate the task to somebody else to do it for you. I don't recommend trying to, if you're not, for example, on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram, etc., don't try to get on all of them all at once just to start marketing your book. It's about engagement. It's not just about, you know, throwing ads out there about your book. You want to also engage with the people who are following you and are interested in you and want to know more about you. So... You don't want to just jump on any particular platform and just throw a bunch of stuff out there and then not do it cons consistently. That is the key. One of my clients, author Darla Davies, she she has a book that addresses a medical topic, which is hip replacement, but she thrived through it so that she could regain her title as a competitive ballroom dancer. So her sport lends itself to elegant, colorful photos that catch your eye with all their glitz and glamour. But, you know, she didn't have any social media accounts before she wrote a book. To, to get her book deal, though, she had to, she had to get on Instagram and start engaging with followers so that she could have um, an audience to appeal to. So the benefit for her, though, is that she was able to build engagement with people who were interested in the sport of competitive ballroom dance and the endurance and perseverance it takes to be successful in it, especially for someone who had to overcome a physical challenge to compete in it. And, you know, the hair and the makeup and the ball gowns are all so fabulous, so it's really perfect for an Instagram platform because uh, you get to see all that glitz and glam. So now her following is growing and it allows her to share her book with others. Now personally, I've not mastered the use of Instagram. I'm not a consistent user. I'm trying to learn. But experts say that to expand your reach on Instagram, using hashtags will help. You know, those hashtags are words or phrases that are preceded by a hash mark or a pound sign. You'll often see those on a long list of hashtags at the bottom of a post. You can also put hashtags in your bio and people can search Instagram using those hashtags. So if your hashtags are in your relevant post, then others may find you, they can like you, they can follow you, and they can buy from you. So keep that in mind as you are using Instagram. Don't just post a picture and a little caption about it. Consider the hashtags that you could use that would draw attention to the subject of the post so that others who are specifically looking, some people will put a search parameter in there for a regular basis, to look for things on a certain topic. Have those hashtags in your post so that you can capitalize on that. Now to determine which hashtags to use, you can, there's a variety of different ways. You can search other books that are in your genre and see what hashtags they're using. 
You can take a look at your competitors and see what's trending in your marketplace. Or you can even use a hashtag generator tool uh, that's you know something that's out there online that can help you to determine how to grow your uh, Instagram with hashtags. In the show notes, I will put a link to one blog post that has a lot of great Instagram marketing information on hashtags. So hop on over to writesomethingworthy.com or visit the show notes in your podcast player for that and I'll make sure that I include that link for you. But I'll also bring in an expert on book marketing through social media to address you know, hashtags and, and marketing more effectively on Instagram. So you'll find that on a later episode of Write Something Worthy. One tool that I did learn about because of Instagram, plus a conversation with social media guru Amanda Katarzy, who will be a guest on our show soon, is Linktree. Linktree allows you to connect your audience to a variety of your content using just one link. It's like a landing page leading to everything that you want to share. For example, if you go to my Linktree page, you'll find links to my popular Bebop book outline course, a free strategy session, this Write Something Worthy podcast, the Halogen Inc. website, and my social media networks, all by clicking the link in my Instagram bio or going to Linktree forward slash Tanya Brockett. Now Linktree is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E. So there's a dot before uh, the double E's in Linktree. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Tanya Brockett, T-A-N-Y-A. So that's how you would go to a Linktree page. You can just use that Linktree link in any of, you could use it in your email signature, you could use it on an advertisement, you could use it in your social media post. And then if you had multiple things you were talking about, for example, in a Facebook ad, instead of having to have a link for each of those things, which isn't very effective anyway, you could just put your Linktree link and it will have the multiple different options on that landing page that they go to so they can tap into all the different things that you have going on. That I learned from using Instagram. Now let's talk about images for use on Instagram and other social media platforms. As an author, one great tool to use for creating book marketing images and even promo videos is mockupshots.com. So mockupshots, you can use my affiliate link to that is tanyaloves.me forward slash mockups and you can get $118 discount right now on uh, lifetime access to the software. That is tanyaloves.me forward slash mockups for that discount to mockup shots. Now, I'll have that link also in the show notes so that you don't have to worry about whether you spelled it correctly. But it's a fun and easy online tool to use for a wide variety of images using your book cover. 
So you can then post those images on your social media networking pages. You can use them in print ads. You can use them on marketing materials. In the show notes, I'm going to upload an example of a photo for the Write Something Worthy podcast that was made using mock-up shots. And, you know, it's somebody who is holding an iPad that has the logo of the podcast on it. You could have very same thing, but it'll have instead your book in their hands or their book on a coffee table, etc. It's great because you can have it, you know, someone reading your book on the beach or someone in an office with your book in front of their computer. All kinds of ideas for the mock-up shots. It's terrific. So you'll have great fun with it and you'll love having it as a resource once your cover is designed. And it'll allow you to start marketing before your book is even done. For example, uh, a friend of mine and a colleague, Heather Hummel Gallagher, she privately published her book last month called Call It Kismet. She had the cover designed months ago, well before the book was through the editing and, and design process, so she could start marketing her book. I turned her on to mock-up shots, and she had loads of fun designing all sorts of different ads for her book to lead up to her May launch. So you can go to her Instagram page to see some of those images, and I'll put a link uh, to her Instagram and to her book on Amazon in the show notes so you can check that out. But it's just a fun way of seeing your book used in a variety of different formats and images so that people can feel like, oh wow, this is the, you know, the book is ready for me to go out there and tap into. It may or may not be. It may lead to a pre-order form that's on your website or something of that nature rather than having the book actually uh, available on, on Amazon or something like that, for example. But the images are a great way to get people to start looking for your book when the time comes. Now, if you want to take that to another level, you can bring the images that you create in mock-up shots into Canva. So you go to Canva, C-A-N-V-A dot com to add sales copy, web links, calls to action, and things of that nature. And then you can post that ad that you create in many different formats and sizes that are perfect for social media platforms like Instagram or Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And you don't have to worry you know, none of these tools, you know, mock-up shots nor Canva require you to have any graphic design skills whatsoever. Um, but it makes it really easy that for you to delegate to a virtual assistant or someone else in your company as long as you give them the copy text to go with it. The thing you need to make sure of, you know, here, I'm, I'm your editor here, so I got to tell you this. Make sure you proof your ads to make sure there are no errors, no typos in the finished product because errors matter, right? They're going to make an impact and it's usually never a good one. So (laughs) remember that when you're making all these fun, exciting ads with your new book covers. Now, you know, whatever your book launch marketing strategy is, 
it really needs to be a strategy, not just some shotgun approach, right? So it should be developed well before your book is completed. In fact, it's a good activity to develop that strategy while your book is being ghostwritten or while we're doing the copy editing for your book. Your target will be to determine whether other social networking platforms are appropriate, like you know, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, deciding what marketing strategy and approach you will take, who making sure you're really clear on who your ideal reader is and how you will reach them. Because remember, if your ideal reader, for example, was a child, the target that you would market your book to may be their parent right? And not necessarily the child. So you have to be mindful of who you're trying to market to and how you intend to reach them. And then what is the best platform on which to do that? We'll talk about other platforms and marketing tools and strategies in future episodes of the Write Something Worthy podcast because there's just never going to be enough time to cover everything in one show. So I'll also be interviewing several book launch and book marketing experts soon. So stay tuned with us here in the Write Something Worthy tribe because we'll have lots more information as time goes on about your marketing and what you can do to make sure that you get your book into your reader's hands. All right, it is time again for our Abundant Author Affirmations. So remember to write it down if it resonates with you, post it wherever you will see it, and say it throughout your day to keep your heart happy and your subconscious mind aware of it. I happily market my book to those who will benefit from it. I happily market my book to those who will benefit from it. And with that, we are complete. Be sure to visit our show notes for the plethora of resources that we talked about today. And if you're still having issues concerning sharing your book with ease, feeling free to share it with the world, you may need to release some limiting beliefs tied to your worthiness. So take a deeper dive into the mindset of a bestseller and enroll in the three-session mindset of a bestseller program And to do that, just go to mindsetofabestseller.com. All one word, mindsetofabestseller.com. It'll help you to get excited about sharing your book with the world because you need to be. Um, There is one business consultant, uh, Katie Horner, I believe it is, who always says you should be second grade proud of whatever it is that you produced, right? That means like when you're a kid and you come home showing your drawings, you want it up on the fridge, you want to show the world, right? Same goes for your book. You are so excited to share your message with the world that you can't help but tell people about it. And that's what you want to be able to do. So we'll talk more about other marketing topics on future sessions of the Write Something Worthy podcast. But in the meantime, write in the comments what you do to market your book and how it has worked for you. What kinds of things do you do and how does it work for you? We'd love to cheer you on and give you a virtual high five. Thanks so much for listening today. 
You've been listening to the Write Something Worthy podcast with Tonya Brockett. If you would like to know more about today's topic, find show notes, relevant links, and more at writesomethingworthy.com. Have a question or something to add to the conversation? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at podcast at writesomethingworthy.com. Please take a moment to leave an honest review on your favorite podcast platform. These reviews help us to improve our show and help us to spread the word. If you know anyone who would enjoy these episodes, please share it with them. Have a wonderful week and we hope you join us next Wednesday for another fabulous episode.